Welcome to Your Love Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. We're going to continue on our lesson, How Do We Maintain Our Spirit Man Continued? So let us turn to the Father in prayer. Thank you, Father, again for another day. We just want to glorify and praise you on this new day. We just say thank you for every and all things that you have given and done in our lives. And we just want to exalt you and exhort you. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus, for your love and for your blood. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for dwelling here, not only on and in this podcast, but in our vessels, in our homes, in our cars, and wherever we might be right now, that you are with us. Your presence is always with us and we thank you allow our ears hearts and minds to be open to receiving this message on this day in your precious name jesus amen all right so today we're going to do a continued of how do we maintain our spirit man so this is continued um so just to refresh over what we have spoken on on before we looked into we looked into how we need to be cleaned out and replace so cleaned out of all of our sins and then replace with the fruits of the spirit which is love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness and temperance so those things that once we purge on out all the sins all of our flesh and we purge everything out then jesus restores us and renews us with the fruits of the spirit so we went through that we understood that god ascended jesus up to heaven and then pentecost took place and the holy spirit is whom he sent down to comfort us to dwell with us and be our comforter we also looked at receiving spiritual gifts which are extraordinary powers given by the holy spirit we realized that we are no longer held captive to sin that we are able to ask for forgiveness and repent that means turning from our sinful ways and saying lord god with all of our heart please forgive us for the sins that we have done And we ask that you just clean us out, Lord, and restore us and renew us. And then what we do from then on and there out is to not go back, to not do those things as we have done before. We also were given and understood that we receive grace, which is the help and strength given through Christ Jesus. So we started off speaking about some of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and how they're appointed. So through the gifting of the Holy Spirit, the Lord has gifted and appointed apostles which are messengers who send forth with orders directing and preaching of the gospel prophets they edify the church reporting something that god spontaneously brings to their mind teachers someone who devotes his or her life to preaching and teaching the christian faith evangelists which are people that devote him or herself to go from city to city church to church to preach the gospel pastors they lead guide and set the examples for others you must have integrity and compassion so those are the gifts that we have spoke about um, last time and so today what we're going to do is look more into different types of spiritual gifts okay so even though apostles prophets teachers evangelists and pastors they are very important yes they are given by god by god's hand himself to appoint or ordain them and what also we find is that the holy spirit gives out and places in different gifts within inside of us but remember 
We need to make sure that we are purged of all of our sins. We need to make sure that daily we are crucifying our flesh, that daily we are coming before God. We're coming before Christ and asking to be removed of the sin. Anything that is not like him, that is within us to be removed out. Because remember, the Holy Spirit cannot dwell where he is not welcome. So if we're not welcoming the Holy Spirit, he will not dwell inside of us. So the different types of spiritual gifts we can also look at, which are in the Bible. And I'm going to throw out a couple of scriptures as well to confirm. We have words of wisdom, which are utterances or messages of wisdom supernaturally granted to an individual. Words of wisdom. So... A lot of times there are our ability to have knowledge or, or wisdom on things is to a limit. You know, um, I have not been a scientist before. I have not been um, a biologist before. I have not been into geography, but the Lord God himself with his, his immaculate wisdom, he, he could place something on my heart to reveal something to someone in those categories that I have not received an education on, that I have not received a doctrine on or a diploma or a certification on. It's his um, immaculate wisdom that will come through me, speak through me to speak to somebody else. So we have that with word of wisdom and word of knowledge. So being able to relate to understanding not only different things of general knowledge, but also the Bible. So that's when we come, we open up our word. And there are a lot of times that when we uh, first come into the faith or before we even come into the living a life with Christ Jesus, we open the Bible and we're saying, what is this talking about? Like, I do not understand any of these words. And so what we need to do is go to God and pray and say, Holy Spirit, reveal to me what this means. Holy Spirit, open my mind and heart up so that I may understand, that I may comprehend your word. So that's how we gain the word of knowledge. There's another gift and it's called increased faith, which is a strong or special faith that can move mountains or cast out demons. This type of faith is the type that Moses had to, to move Um, the people or, or take the people out of Egypt by the hand of God. So God placing that enormous amount of faith in Moses or Joshua, bringing the people through and, and Jesus and God, excuse me, not parting the waters until their toes touched into the water, having that faith, having the faith with Abraham, taking his son up into the mountain to to um, take his life, but he had faith in God, this amazing type of supernatural faith, the supernatural faith of knowing that you can be healed, that you believe beyond, 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 because you know that God will do it, that you have this immaculate faith that has been, that, that has been just drawn up, has been built up. Like we always say, you know, exercise, in order for us to gain muscle we need to exercise so in order for our our faith to grow right just like muscles in order for our faith to grow we will go through exercises different trials different tests different things through life and those are our exercises to build our muscle build our strength up in faith now also the holy spirit can give us gifts of healing so it's supernaturally ministering healing to others in jesus name such as laying hands on someone 
or anointing them with oil and praying over them. And they have a gift of healing that only comes through Christ Jesus, the authority and power through Christ Jesus, through that person. That is a spiritual gift. Also gift of miracles. So basically that is God using a vessel to performance of deeds beyond human ability, beyond human ability, just as the waters were parted by this, the rod of, um, by the rod of Moses. So it wasn't Moses' strength. It wasn't the rod strength. It was the mighty power of God going through, flowing through and making this happen. Now, prophecy. Prophecy is visions or dreams given by God for upcoming or spontaneous about to occur situations. So the Lord God, he will place through the Holy Spirit into you a vision, a dream, whether you are awake or while you are sleeping and will give you something future wise. That's something about to happen and God wants his people or God needs someone to know something in advance. So God's speaking through to a person in a vision or a dream. Another, another gift is discernment of spirits to distinguish. And that means to distinguish a source of spiritual manifestation, good or bad. So when we say within ourselves, ah, I don't have a good feeling about that person. So it's not us and our own strength and our own power. That is the Holy Spirit having that discernment inside of you that will let you know your spirit man will rile up to let you know, ah, this is not a good situation. You need to get out or, ah, there's a nice little um, spiritual connection between you and that person. So it is the discernment, the spirit of discernment that your Holy Spirit places in you so you can determine whether it's a good or bad spirit. So our next uh, next spiritual gift is diverse tongues. And I'm sorry, I know we have a limited time here and it's not really a question and answer type Q&A type situation. So I really hope that I'm not going too fast over them. So, so far we have covered words of wisdom, words of knowledge, increased faith, gifts of healing, gifts of miracles and pro um, prophecy, excuse me, and discernment of the spirits. So hopefully I didn't go too fast over those. We can also find um, in God's word, I can relate to you Isaiah. Let's see here, Isaiah chapter 11 and verse two and three. And this is a new living translation. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He will delight in obeying the Lord. He will not judge by appearance nor make a decision based on hearsay. So basically this is the Holy Spirit that is in control of all this. It's not anything that Claire has said or Claire has done. It's the Holy Spirit inside of Claire saying, mm, bad situation, you need to get out. It's the Holy Spirit inside of Claire that has given the word of wisdom or given a word of knowledge. That's the Holy Spirit or the increase of faith or the gifts of healing, the hands of healing. If I, I have anointed my hands and laid them on you, on you, excuse me, and prayed over your leg that you've been having pain on or your foot or your back or whatever it is in the authority and power of Jesus because by his stripes we are healed. Not by Claire's, it's by Jesus's stripes we are healed. So the power and authority that comes through from Christ Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, through our hands onto that person. 
So these are just some examples. Um, moving forward, a few other spiritual gifts are diverse tongues. That means that you have been given the supernatural ability of speaking an unlearned language. If this happens in public, there must always be an interpreter. Okay, there always must be an interpreter. Somebody is standing in a crowd and someone cries out in Hebrew or somebody cries out in, um, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I'm just like my mind's drawn to blank now, screams out in Spanish or screams out in Japanese or cries out in just whatever other language than they, that person normally speaks, a language that they have never learned by taking a class or learning from school and they cry out and their mouth opens and this language comes out that it has been an unlearned language for them and it's God speaking through them for a word for somebody so there should be somebody in that crowd that speaks Spanish that speaks Chinese or speaks Japanese that the Lord is trying to send a message to so that is the diverse tongues what happened also if we can go back to remember in Acts chapter 2 that's when the Holy Spirit was given they waited and waited and then it came uh, and these are the disciples because Jesus had told them hey don't leave the area until the Lord sends the comforter until God sends you the comforter you can't leave until the comforter is sent so they stayed in the area they they were a part of the uh, feast of weeks and as they're standing there, there's people coming from all over different countries and the disciples are there feasting with them. And all of a sudden this big wind comes through, the ground shaking, all this stuff is happening. And all of a sudden they start, the disciples start speaking in tongues, the diverse tongues. They speak in different languages. And somebody was like, hey, look at them, they're drunk. And um, so Peter's like, hey, hold on, man. One of Jesus's disciples, he's like, hey, man, look, we're not drunk. It is too early in the day for us to be drunk. And people understood what they were saying, what they were crying out, God's word that they were crying out because people from all over different countries were there, nations were there. So that's the type of diverse tongues. And those people were able to comprehend and understand what they all were crying out. And it was God's word. So that's one type of diverse tongues. Another type is tongues that is a personal and spiritual tongues. It's for private use, it's for spiritual strengthening. And it's a special language and it's basically an angelic language, a language not heard of. It's something different that is between you and Jesus. So maybe if you're praying individually with someone and you have your spiritual tongues and you're speaking in that language directly going up to Christ Jesus so that there cannot be any interference because the demonic spirits are confused saying, wait, we don't know, that's not German or, or that's not Aramaic or that's not Hebrew or that's not Japanese or that's not Spanish. So they're confused. It's an angelic spiritual language that is just between you and Jesus. So if you were to cry that out in front of a crowd, they're not going to know what you're talking about because that is a special language between spiritual language between you and Jesus himself. So those are the two types of tongues. There is also interpretation of tongues. So it's when you have a translation of unknown language to the gathered Christians or public group. And so basically on the other end of that, if you're in a situation and somebody 
cries out and, and does in a different language and you don't know that language at all, but the Lord Jesus places it on your heart and tells you what that person says and gives you the translation, then you are actually interpreting the tongues. So an unlearned language from you as well. Now, another type of spiritual gift is service or mercy, having compassion to visit or help the sick and the poor. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Matthew chapter 25 and it's verses 35 and 40. And it says, um, I'm going to go 35 through 38. For I was hungry and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger and ye took me in naked and ye clothed me. I was sick and ye visited me. I was in prison and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered and fed thee or thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in or naked and clothed thee? Or when we saw thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king said, shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. So basically Jesus is saying, hey, look, if you're looking out for uh, uh, someone, if, if someone is in need of food, that you help them, or someone is needing need of clothing, you help them, or they're in the prison and they don't have a loved one or anyone to come visit them, you went to visit them and teach them God's word. You went to, when you fed this person, you told them that Jesus loved them, or this person was thirsty. When you're doing these, these are acts of service. These are service and mercy. That's compassion for you to have over other people services for you to do for other people that you have a heart for not um the way that it becomes not a spiritual gift is if you do these things in expectation of a return so when it comes from the holy spirit when it is a, a, a gift from the holy spirit you do these things out of the complete complete love of jesus and kindness of your heart if you are the type of person that says, oh, well, I helped so-and-so out last week, or uh, I gave so-and-so $5 for gas this week, and you're doing it as a show off or show up, or you're expecting anything in return, that is not a gift from the Holy Spirit. So, so we've discussed the, the sermon of spirits, the diverse tongues, spiritual tongues, interpretations of tongues, and service and mercy. Now, we're gonna look at exhortation. What is exhortation? I'm glad you asked. Exhortation is the ability to motivate, have patience with, have complete endurance, brotherly, sisterly love, and good works. So basically what you have to have is the ability to motivate someone, is the ability to be patient. When they say, wait, I don't really understand what this means in God's word. I, I, I don't understand it. I'm not comprehending. Instead of you saying, hey, look, dummy, did you not hear me say it four or five times already? No, that's not what exhortation is. <laughs> exhortation is saying, hey, my brother, hey, my sister, let me show it to you in a different way to help you understand. Let me explain it to you. Let me break it down because we have to all realize that God's word has been placed in parables, have been placed in stories to help us better understand. Having a, a way to motivate somebody like, hey, let me help you out. You're doing a great job. It is really great what you're doing. You have patience with that person. You're exhorting them. Your exhortation is lifting them up helping them push through, showing them action.
actual love. Once again, not expecting anything in return. Well, I was nice to them. I'm expecting them to be nice to me back or she has an attitude, so I'm not gonna be nice to her. No, exhortation is a spiritual gifting of me to say, hey, it doesn't matter what anybody else says or does to me, what I'm gonna do is lift you up. What I'm gonna do is help you lift your hands and praise the Lord. I'm gonna uplift you. You're having a bad day, well look, let us pray together. My sister, my brother, you are loved by Christ. You are victorious. You are more than conquerors. And we exhort one another. We lift each other up with brother and sisterly love. Giving is another spiritual gift. And I'm not talking about your giving, uh, oh yeah, I gave a can of food to the needy. No, it's the giving that is basically the spiritual gift of sharing your own possessions or an extraordinary generosity that it just is poured on your heart that you're always wanting to help out once again not in self-gain, but you're truly wholeheartedly helping out because you love God's people, because you love to make sure that people are taken care of, because you love to make sure that they have the things that they need. Why? Because that's where your heart is. That's your calling. That's your spiritual gift, not in expectation of something in return. Leading is also a spiritual gift supernatural empowerment, excuse me, from the Holy Spirit. What happens is, is when we are put in a place of being a leader, we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. We need to be led and understand that it's only good by God's work, by God's hand. We can't, you can't just boss people around. That's not what a good leader is. A good leader is in 1 Peter chapter 5 verses two through four, and it says, feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not by filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's inheritance, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. So a leader is somebody that does stuff does things for the good of God, looking out for God's people, leading people, not to the slaughterhouse, but leading them unto the redemption of God, leading them and saying, hey flock, I'm gonna make sure that you have everything that you need to become successful in this life and for eternity. A good leader is somebody that looks to the Holy Spirit for empowerment, for the strength, for direction, not doing things on their own, not for self-gain. I'm gonna be your leader because I like looking like the boss. I like having authority. No, that's selfish intent. That's not what a Holy Spirit gift is. A Holy Spirit gift is full on Jesus's love. You do things because of Jesus and the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you. So we went over today different spiritual gifts that are given out by the Holy Spirit. We looked at words of wisdom and words of knowledge. We looked at increased faith. We looked at gifts of healing, gifts of miracles. We looked at the gift of prophecy, the gift of discernment of spirits, good or bad. We looked at the gift of diverse tongues and spiritual tongues. We looked at the gift of interpretation of these tongues. We looked at the gift of service and mercy, exhortation, the gift of giving, and the gift of leading. 
So you might say to yourself, how do I recognize the gift or gifts that the Holy Spirit has given to me? How do I recognize these gifts? How do I know? What you want to do is take time to examine your life. Think about what are you passionate about? Think about what gives you joy when you do it. Think about what do you feel or when you feel joy? Is it when you visit and pray with someone? Is it when you take care of the sick? Do you feel joy talking to others about Jesus? Do you have dreams or visions that come true? Does it give you joy to give to others? Do you like to motivate and encourage others? Have you spoken in an unlearned language? Have you been able to interpret interpret an unlearned language? Have you ever had a funny feeling or uncomfortable feeling about someone? That is a sign of discernment right there. Have you ever laid your hands on someone in prayer asking for healing in Jesus name and they were healed right then and there? Have you ever been asked a question? Uh, have you ever been asked a question, excuse me, and wisdom just popped out of your mouth to give another to another person? Do you speak out something that you would like to have or need and feel really confident that will be given to you? So if you're unsure about what your gift is, you might want to look over, um, play back and listen through these questions. What are you passionate about? What gives you joy when you do it? Do you feel joy when you visit or pray with, with someone or the sick? Do you feel joy talking to other about, others about Jesus? Do you have dreams or visions that come true? Does it give you joy to give unto others? Do you like to motivate and encourage others? Have you spoken an unlearned, unlearned language or have you ever been able to interpret an unlearned language? Have you ever had a funny feeling or uncomfortable feeling about someone? Have you ever laid your hands on someone in prayer asking for healing in Jesus name and they were healed right then and there? Have you ever been asked a question and wisdom popped out of your mouth to give to another person? And do you speak out something that you would like to have or need and feel really confident that it will be given to you. If you have any other further questions about this, I encourage you, you can email us. You can go to our website at www.youareloveministries.us and there's a little area where you can send us an email. If you wanted more information about this, please feel free to contact us in that way and I will get back to you and give you the questions typed out or whatever questions you might have about it. If you're still unsure about your what your spiritual gift is, you want to take time to go into prayer. If you understand what fasting is, you want to go into prayer and fasting. Go to God. Ask Him to reveal your gifts to you. You may start out with one gift, but God wants to bless you with many. If you allow Him to use you, remember you must be in full surrender, giving the Holy Spirit full authority over your physical and spiritual being. So thank you so much for joining us on this day. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for your wisdom. Father God, we just want to honor and glorify you. Reveal to the listeners, Jesus, reveal to the listeners, Holy Spirit, what their spiritual gifts are from you. We thank you on this day. We want to glorify and praise you. Reveal to them, Holy Spirit, as they surrender fully unto you spiritually and physically in your precious, precious, mighty name, Jesus. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us. Take time to examine your life. Look into these things. Think about what your gift is that the Holy Spirit has given to you. And once you understand what that is, 
you appreciate the Lord even more. And that brings you into a closer, even closer relationship with him when we understand and feel more a part of him. So I encourage you to check us out on our our website. Please, once again, if you have any questions or you can just email us at youareloveministries at yahoo.com. Youareloveministries at yahoo.com. If you want to find out more about uh, what we do, um, we do love floods. We do prayer walks and in different towns, we have revivals. So remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, the YouTube channel, um, You Are Love Ministries, and you want to look for the heart with the cross through it. Thank you so much again for joining us. Until next time, you are loved. <music>